Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, July 26th, 2023. The two men suspected of starting the Elk Fire last year appeared briefly in court yesterday, with a new trial date set. Online news editor Robert Hayden was there and joins us with the story. Appearing before Judge Polone at the San Bernardino Superior Court yesterday morning, Liam Stinson and Aaron McKeeman are suspected of starting the elk fire last year between Yucca Valley and the Joshua Tree National Park, a wildfire that grew to 200 acres in a single day due to winds, dry weeds, and invasive grasses. 125 firefighters from multiple county, state, and federal fire agencies responded and had the fire mostly contained within the first days of that fire and eventually stopped the fire's growth at just over 430 acres. The elk fire is a stark contrast to the fire season this year, which has been mercifully mild in the Morongo. The Geology Tour fire in Joshua Tree National Park burned over a thousand acres of desert before being fully contained. In nearby Riverside County, the Rabbit Fire is still burning, though it's expected to be contained today along with three other wildfires. A wetter winter gave us a greener and milder spring, but the extra water encourages both native and invasive weeds and grasses to grow, creating a landscape in the dry summer months that can explode into a wildfire with the slightest amount of carelessness. Please remember to limit activities that can spark a deadly and destructive wildfire. Open burning is currently prohibited in the county, fireworks are always illegal, and campfires have a better place in every other season than summer here in the high desert. Wildfires are preventable, and in most cases, you're responsible for the cost of fighting a wildfire if caught and convicted. It's unknown what restitution or charges the state will be seeking in the case against the two suspects in the Elk Fire, but Z1077 will be there on October 3rd for the start of the trial. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. High winds and vegetation increased the threat of a house fire on Yaka Mesa yesterday afternoon that left two people displaced. San Bernardino County Fire responded to a structure fire in the 1000 block of Balsa Lane at around 5.45 p.m., where they found a single-family dwelling fully involved in the flames. Arriving crews described the fire as an immediate threat to nearby buildings, vehicles, and vegetation on account of strong winds. Because there was limited access to fire hydrants, the battalion chief requested a water tender to assist with the transportation of water to the fire. Local crews requested additional county fire units from Lucerne Valley, and two CAL FIRE engines arrived as well, all of whom worked together to keep the fire from spreading. There were no injuries to fire personnel or residents, but Red Cross provided support to two adults who were displaced due to the fire. The cause of the fire was determined to be accidental. Beautifying Highway 62 has been at the Yucca Valley Planning Commission's forefront. Code items like signage have been re-examined with new permits and newly proposed projects. When the commissioners met last night at their regularly scheduled meeting, they reviewed and approved the roof signage for Black Bear Diner and discussed additional signage issues. Reporter Hillary Sloan is here with details from the meeting. During last night's Yucca Valley Planning Commission meeting, the commissioners reviewed the Black Bear Diner sign permit on the south elevation of the existing commercial building at 57084 29 Palms Highway. The owners of the Black Bear Diner requested attaching their sign to the same area where the old Sizzler sign went. Because the code was written after that building was built, the regulation had to be re-examined to accommodate 
accommodate the request. Town staff showed slides of different roof types and clarified what followed the current code and what did not. After deliberation, the commissioners voted to approve the permit. Then the commissioners discussed the sign code, including older signage, abandoned signs, and whether it was appropriate to incorporate an amortization schedule, which would limit how long signage could remain. Deputy Town Manager Shane Stickle said the town would address each sign permit project by project. In addition, the commissioners suggested discussing assigning historic designation to some of the older signs. For more information about the meeting and the land development update report, see this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is Hillary Sloan. Third District Supervisor and Chair of San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors Don Rao will be hosting her monthly open house tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. Rao will be joined at this event by her own staff as well as representatives from the Mojave Desert Land Trust. Rao was the guest on Z1077's Up Close show recently where she spoke about how the county collaborates with the Mojave Desert Land Trust on species mitigation efforts saying that those mitigation efforts are a way to offset the impact of development on protected or endangered species. So if you're going to purchase a one acre of land and the offset is, say, a half acre, then that developer has to buy a half acre someplace else and dedicate it into perpetuity for conservation. Rao then described the county's relationship with the MDLT. So we work sort of in coordination with them. They have a specific mission for acquiring lands and part of that is simpatico with the county and part of it is sometimes challenging for the county. We have species that we have to mitigate when we have development projects that move forward. The land trust, they acquire land and so if the county ever wanted to look at doing a multi-species habitat conservation plan, what we call, that would allow pathway for development that we knew what like it's a way to mitigate species. It's hard for our county to even consider that in certain areas because we don't have available land to purchase for mitigation. So that's something that the land trust could work with the county on and area because they're, they're buying up available land for mitigation. Rao will be holding an open house with representatives from the Mojave Desert Land Trust tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 p.m. at the Joshua Tree Community Center, located at 6171 Sunburst Street in Joshua Tree. You can hear the full interview with Supervisor Rao by listening to the Up Close Show as a podcast at Z1077FM.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, the 29 Palms Artist Guild will be offering a class on portraiture later in August. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas tells you how to get the features just right. The 29 Palms Artist Guild will be offering the Art of Portraiture instruction on August 26th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Instructed by Elaine Levinson, during the workshop you will learn the basics of drawing portraits, including how to properly measure and map out facial features and proportions. You will also learn how to create depth and dimension in your portraits through shading and blending techniques. Tuition is $75 for non-members, $70 for members, limited to 8 students. Registration is open at a link in the story at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter, Charlie Thomas. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. 
Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.